Hey guys, this is Nikki DeSalvatore and welcome to A Mom and a Mic. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and was created to provide a safe place for moms of every age, every walk of life, and every background. My prayer for you is to find solace, comfort, laughter, hope, and inspiration as we journey through this adventure called Life Together. Today I want to share with you episode number 14 called Monday Morning Quarterback. If you would like to share today's episode with a friend or would like today's show notes, just go to amamanamike.com and look for episode number 14 called Monday Morning Quarterback. Also, I would love for you to reach out and connect with me on my Facebook page, A Mom and a Mike. Here you will find words of inspiration, reminders to keep you motivated, and dialogue to get you through the week, hopefully making you smile and laugh. If you live to be anywhere past like the age of five, you most likely have experienced regret. Just like the feelings of happiness or sorrow, regret, it seems, is just a natural part of life. In the same way a quarterback replays the game over and over in their mind, as if thinking about it could somehow change the outcome, we do the same with decisions in our everyday lives. Why did I do that? If only I had done this instead. Although normal, regret can provide opportunities to grow, or it could haunt us and stun our development as a person. Continually battling this topic myself, here's my top 10 ways to help us become an active player in life, instead of a regretful Monday morning quarterback. Number 1. Be confident that God will use regret to renew. The Lord made us to have minds of our own, and with that sometimes comes bad decisions. However, we must remember that if we allow him, he will put back everything we lost and then some. Even though at the current time we may not see it, God has this way of taking our mistakes and making something beautiful out of it. If we put our trust in him and involve him in these decisions, he will not allow them to ruin us, but rather transform us into something better than we were before. Number two, make it right were some bad decisions were choices we made that affected us. Other bad decisions were choices we made that affected other people. In those cases, we need to do the right thing, own up to it, and honestly just make it right. Whether you hurt a person intentionally or not, it's important to apologize and try to heal the hurt. Although this won't take the offense away, it will provide peace over it, and therefore preventing it from becoming a haunting regret. Number three, simplify our minds. As the saying goes in the movie Frozen, just let it go. So many times we look to physically clean out a closet or take something off our to-do list in lieu of a refreshed spirit or renewed peace of mind, all the while holding on to our past mistakes as they now take root in our souls and become mental bags of weight. These weights, the regrets we are trying so hard to get rid of, not only prevent us from enjoying the present, but it keeps us right where we don't want to be, smack dab in the past. Acknowledge the mistake and just let it go. Number four, focus on the present. Ask yourself the question, what is happening in my current life right at this moment? Are the decisions I make today ones that evoke love and peace? Are they choices that have the intent to make not only your life better, but those lives around you as well? Keep your mind focused on the here and now and make sure that your intention is pure. Number five, forgive yourself. Remember when you apologize for the bad decisions you made right to the other person? 
As difficult as it may seem, the next step is actually more of a challenge, and that is forgiving yourself. Be careful not to get so overwhelmed with a failure that it leads to self-destruction and prevents you from experiencing joy. Number six, work on being decisive. You know, when I was little, I had the hardest time choosing things. I remember once being in an ice cream shop that had like 72 flavors to choose from. I remember taking like 45 minutes just to choose a stupid flavor, all the while thinking how in the name of everything good is going to get ice cream so stressful for me. Looking back, I realized that a large part of my regrets throughout my life have resulted in me not being able to make an accurate decision. When I asked myself the why behind my indecisiveness, I discovered that it was really two things. One, I didn't really know myself enough to understand which decision would have been better for me. And two, I didn't have the confidence that what I was choosing was what I actually needed. Take some time and figure out what makes you giddy inside. What keeps you going when times get tough? What produces real joy in your soul? And ask yourself this question. What makes me smile within when no one else is looking? What puts a natural motivation within my steps? What do I immediately think of when I see or hear my name? Who or what would you choose if there were no limitations or influences to deter you? Once you figure this out, go back to your list when you need to make a decision. If one of your choices doesn't align with what you've discovered about yourself, then that is not the right option for you. Number seven, be grateful. Regret is not easy and quite honestly, it acts as a sucker punch right to the gut. But regret sure does one thing, it teaches us. Although difficult, when we do have something in our lives that we wish we had have done differently, we learn. Boy, do we learn. The key is to open your ears and listen. Listen to what is taught you and be grateful for the lesson. Number eight, be proactive. Now that you really know what makes you tick, take that energy and channel it into one of your passions. Keeping the energy focused on the regret keeps you actively engaged to the mistake. Once you stop and do something productive that will leave the world around you in a better place, you've placed the regret right where it should be, squashed completely in the ground. Number nine, limit your talk. One of the most profound things I've learned throughout my days on this earth is this. Be careful what you say because your words have power. If you continue to talk about your past mistakes, then what you've done is given them life. The more you give them voice, the bigger they will become. Choose words that bring about blessing and favor. Acknowledge the failure, learn from it, and replace the if-onlys with the I-wills. I will leave the past in the past and learn from this decision. I will not allow my disappointments to define me, nor allow them to become a part of who I am. I will speak only good things over my life and change the course of action all by being cautious as to what comes out of my mouth. Number 10. Remember what the Lord says. Philippians 3, 13-14 says, No, dear brothers and sisters, I am still not all I should be, but I am focusing all my energies on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I strain to reach the end of the race and receive the prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us up to heaven. In other words, don't waste your time doing something that doesn't matter when your life is over. 
Because beyond all the regrets on this earth, nothing compares to the regret we will experience if we miss Jesus. We run the race in life so that we can attain the prize in the end, spending forever in heaven. After all, life is meant to prepare us for eternity. Run to Christ, and not only will he forgive your mistakes, he will not allow your past sin choices to triumph your life. He died for each and every one of us. All we need to do is accept it. Life. It sure is a game of wins and losses. It's a game that at times we're a leader coaching from the sidelines, or other times we're running down the field with five guys on our back. It's hours of preparing and practicing so that we know ourselves well enough to make those quick decisions, all while keeping the final goal in mind. It's sometimes having to receive the ball and take a chance to run it in, while other times having to decipher when to pass it off to someone else. It's a game that if played with God by your side, won't result in being a Monday morning quarterback. Instead, the losses you've endured will become game-clinching playbooks for a Super Bowl lifetime of wins. Until next time, my friend, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he shine his face upon you and give you peace. Know that the light in me acknowledges, honors, loves, and respects the light within you. Thanks so much for tuning in to A Mom and a Mic podcast. You have blessed my life by being here with me. This has been a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you want to reach out and connect with me on Facebook, you can find me on my A Mom and a Mic group page, NickStang123 on Instagram, or at NickyDeSalvatore1 on Twitter. If something spoke to your heart today, or if you just want to be kind, Please subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating. Remember, be strong, be encouraged, be loved.